Hello, good afternoon, uh, Glorious Hope Community Church. Thank you for joining us for another encounter with God and a, a time that we can come and fellowship with one another, a time that we can hear God speak to us, admonish us, um, challenge us, rebuke us, and, and um, help us to be children of His that live every day of our lives to honor Him and glorify Him. May God bless you. May God even strengthen your faith. May God enable you to be able to uh, take a stand even against any impossibilities that will come your way. Last week, we looked at this passage from Daniel chapter 2, verse 11 through to verse 13. I'm going to read that passage again. And today, I'm going to dwell on what do we do, what steps do we take to face the impossibilities of our life. And I know you are facing some impossibilities. I face them every day. I told you the story of some two impossible things that faced um, me and my wife in our early stages of ministry. I am still facing uh, challenges and impossibilities of this kind. The Starting Glorious Hope Community Church has been one of the impossible things that people said wasn't going to happen. They ruled us out. They said we could not exist without them. We couldn't We couldn't do anything without depending on man. We couldn't do anything if they pulled their finances and their resources. We couldn't pull anything if they, they don't, they are not part of us, but we have seen God showing up in the impossible things because God called us at a time that we believed and trusted him to do something that man himself cannot do. Just like even in our situation like this, God within this pandemic has honored himself in our lives as a church. It was an impossible thing for us to exist. Many churches that did not depend on God for work, the impossibilities during this past year have found them closing their doors. But brethren, we are alive. We are vibrant. We are going on for the glory of God because we keep on trusting in the living God. God has honored his name in us and through us and will continue to do that for his own glory and for his own praise. So today I want, I'm praying that you will be able to follow these Daniel steps to face your impossibilities, to overcome your challenges, to overcome the things that you are not able to deal with, that you are faced with. Because God has every solution for your problem and for your challenge. Let's read that passage again that we read um, last week and see what happened and how um, later on, when Daniel had this, this situation and this story, uh, this thing brought to him, how he dealt with it. Daniel chapter 2, we are looking at verse, 10, uh, verse 11 through to verse 13. The fortune teller said, nobody anywhere can do what you asked. And no king, greater or great or small, has ever demanded anything like this from any magician, enchanters, or fortune tellers. What you are um, asking is impossible unless some god or goddess should reveal it, and they don't have, they don't hang around with people like us. That sets King Nebuchadnezzar off. He lost his temper and he ordered the whole company of Babylonian wise men and their families and all that they had killed and destroyed. When the deaf 
warrant was issued, Daniel, remember this, because I'm going to be opening your eyes to see some of these important deep spiritual things. Daniel and his companions were included in the death warrant. They also were marked for execution. They were counted among those who were supposed to be killed. Daniel wasn't there. His friends were, were not there when this warrant was granted. When the king had a dream and he wanted his officials, his advisors, his magicians, his um, sorcerers to tell him what the dream was and to also tell him the meaning of the dream. They could not come out to know the dream. They requested the king, you tell us the dream and we will tell you the meaning because that is how man works. Every deceitful individual will ask you, you go for consultation. They will say, tell them the dream because I can always come out with anything and tell you what it means. When Nebuchadnezzar was firm on his feet, this is a tool for you. If any time you are faced with somebody wanting to tell you about a, a dream that you had, first let them tell you what that dream is before they are able to tell you what the uh, um, what what the the uh, the meaning of the dream is. And Daniel wasn't there when this uh, the king ordered this and he didn't get the answer and he was so furious that he ordered that they should be put to death and their families and all their property should be destroyed. What kind of madness is this? But it tells you that he was so frustrated, he was so scared, he was so feared, fearful of what his future was going to be. And that is what I was trying to tell us uh, last week. God does not want you and me to be worried and, and try to control our future because only God knows the future. If you will trust him, he will be able to help you. Daniel heard this story. He, he was in his house, who knows what he was doing when the chief executioner came to come and take him to go and kill him. Unaware of what was going on, he took these steps to reveal to us that you and I are also facing impossibilities and challenges in life. If we will stand and follow these rules, brethren, I have followed uh, these steps whenever the challenges have come. On our, on our way. We as a church, I have tried to ask God, help me to be and take the steps of Daniel in order to be able to overcome this impossibility. When the world turns against, against you, when men and women whom we had also in our church plotted against me and my ministry and my, my wife and my family, God proved himself that he, God, if you rely on him for the impossibility, man may tell lies, man may seek to destroy you, but God will always be on your side and you will come out stronger and more victorious. How do you respond when your faith is being challenged to do the impossible? Number one, don't be afraid. Don't be scared. Don't panic when faced with the impossibility. Again, don't be afraid, don't be scared, don't panic 
when faced with any impossibilities that are your life is going through right now instead of panicking instead of being afraid fix your eyes on jesus hebrews chapter 10 and verse 2 hebrews 12 and verse 2 because he is the beginning and the finisher of your faith our natural response as human beings to the impossible things are always with fear and with panic we are scared. We react because we feel we are out of control when the impossible come on our way. We begin to melt. We begin to shiver. We begin just to give up. We quit. Why? Because we don't hold the future. We think we are not in control of the future. But let's look at how Daniel dealt with the situation of impossibility in his life. Daniel chapter 2 verse 14 tells us that when Ariok, the commander of the king's guard, came to kill uh, them, that is Daniel and his four, uh, three other friends, Daniel handled the situation with wisdom and with discretion. When they came, the executioner showed up in his door front, knocked on the door and gave him the news. I have come to take you to go and kill you. Why? Because the king says that I should go and execute all of you because you can't tell him his dream and you can't tell him the meaning of his dream. Nebuchadnezzar was not a king that you could play with. He, will, he was more like a madman. He will take decisions, make decisions, and he will destroy. Think about somebody wanting to destroy all the court officials, everybody who was a, an official that was serving the king in his country. He said, put them all to death because they can't tell me my dream and tell me the meaning of it. Instead of panicking or being afraid about anything in your life, pray about it. Talk to God about it. Tell him what the situation is. But even as I'm talking to you, I know some of us are, already, are in a situation of panic. Because of our health, because of our finances, because of our education, because of our marriages, whatever. I don't know what your situation is that is making you to be afraid. You are panicking. You are scared about things that are around you. I don't know what they are. But if whatever they are, I want you to be uh, like a Daniel. Handle the situation as a man and a woman of faith that believes in the God of impossibility, a God who is greater than the problem, the situation that you and I find ourselves. Daniel didn't panic. He didn't freak out. He didn't begin to melt. He didn't begin to cry for help. He handled it with the wisdom that God had given him. Instead of panicking, brethren, instead of being afraid, lift your eyes unto the hills and say like the psalmist said, where can my help come from? My help will come from the Lord. If you will do that, your God will show up in your impossible time and he will glorify himself. Daniel chapter 2 verse 15 gives us a second step that Daniel took about this. When you are faced with challenges and impossible situations in life, take time to investigate about the situation. 
Don't just embrace any news that is thrown at you. Especially in our world today, social media can throw things at you. You can take them and let them destroy your life. Daniel never allowed the, the news that he was hearing at that moment to, to determine how he was going to act. He took time to find out what the situation was. Look at verse 15 of chapter 2. Daniel asked the king's captain, why has the king issued such a harsh decree? So Ariok told him all that had happened. He initially was ignorant about what was going on. So people may be speaking some false things about you. People may be talking behind you. And you are hearing this and you begin to, to panic and fear and you're wondering what to do. Will you act like Daniel? Find out, investigate more about the situation before you act. I have a habit where if I hear something now that upsets me and I react, I always have ended up reacting in a very bad way. If you take time to reflect and investigate the issue well and, and lift your eyes and fix your eyes on the King of Kings, you will make decisions that glorifies uh, him. If you are faced with the impossible, if you are faced with things that are beyond you, the third thing that you need to do is not only just uh, not panicking or fear or um, uh, finding out about the situation, if necessary, request for time to deal with the situation. Take some time off. Find what God wants you to know about it. Look at verse 16 of Daniel chapter 2. Daniel, when he heard these uh, things from the king's official, went at once to see the king and requested more time so he could interpret the meaning of the dream for the king. As by this time, he was about 16, 17 years old. At that age, in our world today, we think they are so youth, they are so children. They only become adults from 18. But at that age, he had courage. He was bold. He could stand before any king because he knew his God was with him. So he went straight to the king and asked the king for time to, deal, to be able to come and deal with the situation. Sometimes in our lives, that is what we need. I know sometimes we have we hear certain things that you know time will heal all wounds. That is not always true. If time heals all wounds, then why not just go to the hospital and sit down there without consulting a doctor and let the time just pass by? Then that 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 challenge or illness you have will finally be, be cured. It doesn't work that way. You need to do something about the situation. And what Daniel did was to confront the one who had offered that decree and said, you king, I need you to be able to trust me as you have trusted me in the past. Give me time and I will come and deal with this situation. Don't panic. Ask about what is going on. Take time to reflect on it. And number four, remember God in the times of your impossibilities. Remember God. Remember God 
um, and the work that he has done in your life, number one of your past, Remember God as faithfulness in your present challenges. Remember God's promises, number three, in your future promises that he has given, that he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Remember the past miracles. Whenever you are faced with things, be like a Daniel. He knew that God has showed up in the past. God can still show up in his present and God can show up also in the future. He knew God to be able to know all things and able to reveal all things. Therefore, he says, just give me the, 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 the time to talk to this God and I will come back and tell you what the dream is and what the meaning of the dream is. Remember God in the times of your impossibilities. Daniel remembered the faithfulness of God and believed that he could show up again as he did in the past. Has God been faithful to you? Remember those faithful times when the impossible times come. That will help you to take a stand and be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. If you are faced with the impossibilities, number five, don't just stand there and quit. Daniel heard about this. He was um, given information that was uh, going to take or end his life and the life of his other friends. What did he do? Daniel chapter 2 verse 17 and 18 tells us, when you are faced with the impossible times of your life, mobilize prayer. Mobilize a prayer support from your support group, from your friends, from the reliable people who can pray for you. Today, men and women are running away from even being trusting that God can answer their prayers. We don't want to talk about our prayer need. Sometimes we think that by mentioning this, it, it makes us weak. No, we are encouraged to seek for prayer. Daniel 2, 17 and 18 said, Then Daniel went home and told um, his three friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, what had happened. Then he said, Pray that God who rules from heaven will be merciful and explain this mystery so that we, we and the other advisors will not be put to death. He went straight to his friends, the people that he believed can stand with him, his prayer supporters, his prayer partners, his, his, his uh, small group. You can put, call them a, a, a small group in that context. He said, pray, talk to God, that he will reveal this dream to us and the meaning of it so that we, and not just him, sometimes when we are faced with challenges, all we think about is ourselves. But Daniel did not just focus on himself. All the, the king's officials all around Babylon 
were not believers. They were pagans. They were people who worship other gods. But Daniel was not just concerned about his head. He was concerned about saving the life of everyone. That so that we and the other advisors will not be put to death. Life is not just about you. Think about the effect of your decisions today and how they impact other people. Think about that. He was somebody that practiced love your neighbor as yourself. So he wasn't just concerned about his life and his redemption. He was concerned also about the saving the lives of those that even did not like him. And later on in chapter 6, you will see when he was thrown in the lion's den because these same officials betrayed him because they thought that he was getting more um, fame than they did. Let me ask you a few questions. Who do you normally call when faced with the impossible? Who are your prayer partners? People that you can call and ask them to stand with you and to pray with you. For some of us, we don't even have prayer partners. My encouragement to you as a, a shepherd of yours is to join a small group. Find a group of people you can call and ask them, please pray for me. Do you have any prayer partners you trust and can call upon them in times of need? Remember this, God is bigger than your circumstances. He's bigger than your situation. God wants you to go to him with those circumstances and he will answer you. He wants you to draw close to him and he will draw close to you. Share your burdens with your support group. Tell them about what the situation is and ask them like Daniel did with his friends. Pray that God will show up. Pray that God will lift his hand. Pray that God will honor his name. Today I want you, if you don't have any support group, find people you can trust and share your prayer needs with them. If you are faced with challenges, if you are faced with difficulties, be specific in your requests um, when you pray. Be specific in your requests and with your expectations to God. Daniel was specific in his prayer request. Pray that we are not killed. Pray that God will show us the meaning and, uh, of the dream and the dream itself. You know, at the time that Daniel was in, in Babylon as a slave, there was another prophet who had prophesied before to the people of Israel and told them that if they did not repent, God was going to send them to slavery. And that was Nebu uh, um, Jeremiah. And Daniel probably would have heard Jeremiah uh, preaching this message to the people of Israel and telling them in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3, he says, Call to me and I will answer you and I will show you marvelous and wondrous things that you could never figure out on your own. Called to me, whilst Daniel was in, the, in, in, uh, in Babylon, Jeremiah was, in, was not taken as one of the slaves. He was in, in Israel 
And he had given this prophecy probably before Daniel was taken to, to Babylon. And Daniel remembered this. And, and, and the message of Jeremiah was that when you are faced with the impossibility, call to your God and he will answer you. James chapter 1, verse 5 to 7. If you need wisdom, ask God and he will gladly give it to you. He won't resent you asking. But when you ask him, be sure that you expect him to answer. Expect God to answer your prayer for a double-minded person is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is tossed by the wind. People like that should not expect to receive anything from God. When you are faced with the impossible. Number seven thing you need to do is when God shows up, worship and give praise to God for his response. Worship him. Remember to worship him. Daniel 2 verse 19 says, in a vision one night, Daniel was shown the dream and its meaning. Then he praised God the God who rules from heaven. Our God, your name will be praised, he said, forever and forever. You are all powerful and you know everything. You can, you control human events. You give rulers their power and take it away. And you are the source of wisdom and knowledge. You explain deep mysteries because even the dark is light to you. You are the God who was worshipped by my ancestors. Now I thank you and praise you for making me wise and telling me the king's dream together with its meaning. Hallelujah. When Daniel finally got God showing up, he, he prayed three types of prayers. And you may want to include that in your prayers whenever the, God shows up in your life. He praised God for who he is. He worshipped him for who he is. Daniel chapter 2 verse, verse 19 and 20. Then Daniel praised God saying, Our God, your name will be praised forever and forever. You are all powerful and you know everything. He praised God for who God is. When God shows up in your life, remember to give him all the praise. Don't keep that glory to yourself. The second prayer of Daniel was that, he honored God for what he has done. He gave God the honor for what God had done. Chapter 2, verse 21 to 23. You control human events. You give rulers their power and you take it away. You are the source of wisdom and knowledge. You explain deep mysteries because you, even the dark, is light to you. You are the God who worshiped, who you are the God who worshipped by who was worshipped by my ancestors he remembered and gave honor to god would you give honor to the king of kings would you give honor to god because of he showing up in your life would you not take the glory and remember to give him praise thank god for helping you through your challenges that's the titan prayer that daniel prayed Chapter 2, verse 23. Now I thank and praise you, God of my ancestors, for you have given me wisdom and strength. You have told me what I asked for and revealed to me what the king demanded. 
when you are faced with the impossibilities and God shows up, take time to worship him. Tell God who he is. Tell, thank God and honor him for what he has done. Thank him and praise him also for helping you through that particular situation. When you are faced with impossibilities, when God shows up, use what God shows um, uh, you and has given you to bless other people. When God shows up, use the gift, use the blessing to bless other people. Daniel 2 verse 14 says, Then Daniel rushed to see Ariok, who had been ordered to execute all the king's advices. He said, Call up the execution and take me to the king, and I will explain the meaning of this dream. What did he do? He wanted to use the blessing that God had blessed him with to call out the execution, not just for him, but the execution of all the chief's officials. Call it off, call it off. Because God, salvation is not just meant for you. Your salvation, your redemption is also for the salvation of others. Don't keep your salvation for yourself. Let us go out there. Let us share the glory of God. Let us tell others about what God is doing and what God can do in their lives and God has done in your life. Your salvation is not meant for you to keep. You are saved to be to, for you to share the, the salvation that God has given you with others. The psalmist said that in Psalm 40 and verse 10, I have not hidden your deliverance within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. I have not concealed, I have not hidden your deliverance. Are you hiding the deliverance of God or you are proclaiming it? to the world as God has ordered you. Look at what he says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. You uh, are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, God's own people, that you will declare the glory of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, that you will declare, you will proclaim the word uh, your salvation is meant to be shared, is meant to be proclaimed, is meant to, to go to the world. Your friends, your neighbors, your, your co-workers need to see Jesus. They need to hear about Jesus. They need you to tell them about your salvation. Tell them about the goodness of God. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 20, you are therefore God's ambassadors, God's representatives on this earth, that you will declare the glory of him and be reconciled to him as well. You will act as if God was making his appeal through you to the world. When you are faced with the impossible and God shows up, please direct people to God and show the people that it's not you who are performed that miracle. It is God. Direct people to God. 
Give the, the honor to God. Give the praise to the one who has done the miracle. Direct people to God and not yourself. When he answers your prayers, don't try to take the glory. We live in the world where people are so bent on. Somebody requests for prayer. And what do I say? Because I prayed, we, we want to take the glory to God. Because you prayed, remember that even if you did not pray, God could still award uh, that miracle. And, and if God shows up, don't try to take the glory for yourself. Daniel 2, 27 to 30 says, Daniel replied, No wise man, an astro astrologer, magician, or wizard can tell the king such things. But there is a God in heaven who reveals secrets. And he has told you in your dream what will happen in the future. This was your dream. You dreamt of coming events. He who reveals secrets was speaking to you. But remember, it is not because I am wiser than any living person that I know the secrets of your dream. For God showed it to me for your benefit. Remember, King, it's not because I am wise. It is all the mercy of God. The miracles, what God is doing in, in your church, in the life of other people whom God has directed you to. Don't take the glory. Give God the glory and the praise. Give him the honor and don't take that honor for yourself. Psalm 72 verse 18 to 20 says, Blessed be Jehovah God, the God of Israel, who only does wonderful things. Blessed be his glorious name forever. Let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. Point people to God. Point people to God when he shows up in your life and not to yourself. Give him all the glory. Sing that song. We give you all the glory because you are worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be praised. And I challenge you, brethren, whenever God shows up in your life, if God is using you to do something, to perform any miracle, don't take the glory to yourself. Give him the praise. Praise the Lord for the life of Daniel. Somebody that I believe that they should actually have made many movies from his life. Movies are made of Abraham. Movies are made of Moses and others, but no movies are made of Daniel. His life is a testament for us to know that when you are faced with the impossibilities, remember that you have a God is able to show up and to help you to overcome the impossibility. What impossibilities are facing you now? Don't panic. Mobilize prayer. Keep your eyes on the Lord. And when he shows up, don't just think of yourself. Give him the glory for what he has done. May God bless you. May God make his face to show up on you. May God brighten your future. May God strengthen your faith and help you to be able to stand no matter what the challenges will be. Remember one thing, the one who has called you is faithful and he will always uphold you with his rightful hand. 
Amen. We look forward to worshiping with you again. And we look forward actually to meeting in person very soon to continue to celebrate the glory of God. God bless you and see you next week. Amen.